Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, uh, some quick updates here. Um, the new solar system is working awesome, guys. Um, last night was night number three running on the system, and it's working flawless. Uh, you know, looking back now on a lot of things as far as like, you know, where I started and to where I'm at now with solar and, you know, trying different technologies, different... You know everything from different type of batteries to inverters to charge controllers to way way back in the day to where I had to make my own like control board myself um, you know everyone has to start somewhere you know and as long as you're starting somewhere that's the main thing right at the end of the day there is no right and wrong answer as far as what system is going to work for you um, just do your research um, dig deep into it a little bit and figure out what's going to work for you. Um, the biggest tip and advice I could give everyone that's thinking about going off grid um, is um, just jump straight to 48 volt. Um, the prices of things now have come down so much compared to way back in the day. Um, there's way more, just way more things available, right? Way more inverters, way more charge controllers, way more batteries now. And so now there's a lot of options and the pricing on them is very, very good. Now, I do understand that a lot of people are on a budget and don't have a whole lot of money. And I and I get that. I do. Believe me, I get it. So, you know, just save your money. Keep saving your money. You know, there's no sense of putting together like a small system. Unless the small system is going to meet your needs, then that's fine. But if you're only going to put a small system together because that's really all you can afford at the moment, but you know you're going to end up needing a bigger system in the future, you know, plan for that already. Start stashing every penny you can so that way you can already jump ahead and just get the get the system that's going to work really good for you. The reason for it is because you'll end up spending more money over time messing around and adding and adding and adding and then you'll realize oh you know what i you know i can easily now go to a different system well you're you're, you're spending double the money now so um you know save your money as much as you can size the system appropriately for you um and go 48 volt if you can there's nothing wrong with 12 volt or 24 volt um but if you can jump to 48 volt believe me you're going to be loving life even yeah yeah you're going to be loving life to say the least now, um, on the new system I have, I've been putting it through its paces. Um, I've been running my hot water heater. The, so I have, I have multiple hot water heating sources, right? And the one heating source that I really want to stay on is an electric hot water heater. And, um, you know, obviously I've had that for years. And usually what I'll do is when I have the extra power available, um, I dump it into the heater element, you know, into the hot water heater but I previously had it wired for only 120 volts which means it's like an eighth of the power powering that heater element which also means that it takes three times as long to heat that water or even four times as long to heat the same amount of water compared to running 240 volts onto that heater element um, but also when you put 240 volts onto that heater element you're putting a, a pretty, pretty big um, load on your system right and so I was babying my old system by just running it on 120 volts, um, you know, and that kind of stuff. But now with the new systems and how things are, I rewired it to 240 volts and it's 
literally within an hour my water can be about 60 to 70 degrees and in one hour I can be up to 140 degrees so and that's a big tank I believe it's 192 gallon no yeah oh no no sorry 92 gallon I think it's a 92 gallon tank yes so that's a lot of water to heat you know um, that's a really really big water heater now you don't need a big water heater like that you can get a smaller skinnier one and be just fine you know um, so with the new system with me putting it through its paces and putting it on some heavy loads um, it's working flawless um, I just you know the thing is it's like you, exp you you want the best case scenario when you spend all this money doing all this type of stuff the best case scenario is it works like it's supposed to and when it does you're super ecstatic right and that's how I am I'm very I'm very ecstatic and super happy that it went in and I was able to enjoy um, installing it so yeah it was just a really good process guys like I had a lot of joy in it the only thing I did not have any joy in was moving the batteries around and mounting the actual unit to the wall I mean it's part of the process you know I get it you know but it's heavy and so um, you know it is what it is um, there was only one problem I had when I was installing the system and I from my research looking at other systems as well this is a common problem with pretty much all brands so it's not specific to this one brand which is their Wi-Fi dongles um, that way you can monitor the inverters and the batteries and all that good stuff from like your cell phone right because they have cell phone apps for their equipment and also being able to view it um, online through like a computer and so I had a little issue it took me about 45 minutes to get the Wi-Fi dongle to connect correctly it's just how their protocol is is really messy to try to connect their their dongle to your Wi-Fi that was really the biggest issue was just connecting it to the current Wi-Fi or the current internet so um, but yeah about 45 minutes later I finally got that working when I was setting everything up that was the only hiccup I had and um, but now that I, I see what happened now I know how to hook them up and it'll just hook up correctly um, but it's just very, it's kind of unclear I even looked online looking at other examples for how people were hooking you know trying to link up their Wi-Fi dongle you know to the internet and stuff and a lot of them was also having issues and it was just kind of just how they have it set up and how you're supposed to set it up is just complicated um, but if you stick with it you'll get it because I, I was able to get mine and, and it's working perfect I've never had a problem with it now it stays online like that's the thing once I hooked it up it stays online it doesn't ever kick offline even when I unplugged my internet I did a test where I unplugged my internet so that way the Wi-Fi dongle would not have internet anymore um, and then I went ahead and you know waited 10 15 20 minutes and I plugged my router back in so it could reconnect to my Wi-Fi and it connected perfectly fine without no problems at all so yeah um, I can't say any more about the, the system it's just working awesome the batteries are working great I'm really really happy with the batteries I decided to go with and the reason I decided to go with those batteries and that um, 12k um, grow watt inverter the split phase um, was because they actually all communicate with each other all the batteries communicate with each other and then all the batteries communicate with the actual grow watt um, inverter itself and because it's got a built-in solar charge controller an MPPT solar charge controller everything is just all in one 
right? It really simplifies everything. And I really, really like that. And um, I'll give you guys an example. The inverter that I purchased, which was the, like I said, the 12K grow watt split phase. It's actually the, the highest model they sell. There's actually two models of it. One, I think, is only 150 volt um, max PV input. And the one I purchased was 250 volt max PV input. Um, and I, I think it was like 2200 something dollars. So let's evaluate that cost for a second. Let's say I decided to go with a um, Outback um, inverter for an example. Well, Outback inverters are solid units. Sure, they've been around for a very long time and, and they're proven. But at the same time, their cost. We have to compare costs. So on average, you're looking at about anywhere between $2,000 to maybe $3,000 for just the inverter. You might be able to find a pre-wired system for like maybe anywhere between $3,000 to $4,500. And the pre-wired system comes with one inverter normally. Um, it comes with the Mate 3S and um, it comes with like a, uh, a breaker panel so you can wire everything in and all that stuff. And so you look at that cost, right? Compared to $2,200 that I paid for the one I have. And the, the, the setup and the software and the display and the app is way more clean on the new setup that I have, the GrowWatt setup, compared to the Outback setup the outback setup seems very clunky to me now that i've experienced a different unit and a different uh you know system and you know if you don't know the difference or you've never experienced a difference you you don't know the difference right and so you know obviously i've i've worked with um outback for a very long time on my on my own property and many other properties that i've set up you know people asking me for help and this was like many years ago now and, um, you know, looking back now, I'm like, I'm like, wow, like I could have easily simplified my life and everybody else's life and just the installation and the setup and then also just the programming of everything and being able to monitor the system. To me, I think Outback really needs to get some, um, you know, development going on. You know, they really need to start doing some, you know, research on trying to stay ahead of the game if they want to stay in the game because if things keep going the way they are they, they they may be pushed out of the market because there's other brands coming out that are doing it way smoother way easier way cost way more cost effective so you see where i'm where i'm coming from right so i, I really hope outback because I, I like outback don't get me wrong i, I like outback inverters they work great um, but there's a, they're just clunky. There's a lot of stuff that you have to deal with. A lot of stuff that you have, to, you have to add on if if you don't get the right stuff, you know. And so, like a system like the one I purchased now, you don't have to worry about any of that. You just buy the system because it's an all-in-one and it's done. So, you know, each his own. Now, I want to talk about um, three different um, all-in-one um, inverter solar charge controllers, and I'm going to rank them. Well, I'm going to talk about two of them, mostly just two of them. Because these two are, to me, number one, if you're going to go with an all-in-one system and you want to do it something similar to what I've just done, the only two brands of inverters and solar charge controllers that's all-in-one that I would recommend, and I'm going to rank them, number one is would be the best of the best, which would be Solark. Solark sells an all-in-one system. It's, it's a very high-end unit. 
Um, and there's a lot of features, a lot. There's a ton of features in there, in their programs and what you can do with the system. There's so much you can do, but also it comes with a pretty price tag. It is way more expensive than the second option. Okay, way more expensive. Um, if I'm correct, I think they're running anywhere between six thousand. I think they're I think they're running about six thousand to maybe eight thousand dollars for the Solarks, depending on where you source them from. Um, but they're solid units and they're good units. And if you need all that functionality, then that is the way to go, one hundred percent. But if you don't need all that functionality, then there's no reason to spend all that money on that unit. And that leads me to the second one in line, which is the exact unit that I purchased. The GrowWatt 12K split phase all-in-one inverter solar charge controller. That one is, the one I have is very nice. It is very powerful. It is very clean, very modern looking, and it functions perfect. And setting it up is a breeze. It is super easy. Literally anyone can set up this inverter. Now keep in mind, anyone can set up the Solark as well. But if you're going to get real technical and try to use all these other features that's built into that Solark, then you're really going to have to educate yourself on those features or talk to someone um, that has a little bit more experience with it so you can set it up correctly. Um, but yeah, number one would be Solark. Number two, my opinion, would be the GrowWatt 12K um, split phase inverter. That, that's my opinion. Um, I looked at other um, all-in-ones. There's also, what is it, MPP um, all-in-one. And they sell some, some, some good stuff, um, don't get me wrong. Um, but to me, when I was looking at their stuff and comparing between... There's, a, there's actually two other brands out there. Um, but if I was comparing the three... To me, the Solark was number one, and GrowWatt was number two, and the MPP, to me, was it wasn't a good fit for me. I, I, I don't I don't think that was going to be a good fit for me, and that's just my personal opinion. And you know that's and if you feel that that that's not correct in your opinion, that's okay too. You know we're we're all we all have our rights to our opinions. But my advice is, look, go and look at all these you know all-in-one inverters that are available on the market. And look at the features, look at what they offer, and, and see what you actually need. Now, if I needed all that other functionality that the Solark offers, that say the GrowWatt does not, then I would absolutely have been going with Solark. But I don't need it. I don't need it at all. Um, yeah, it, it just it would have I would have been spending so much extra money for no reason. It doesn't make sense. You know, I'm, I'm a savvy shopper. I want to spend... I, I don't mind spending money on good quality stuff. But I do not want to spend money on things I do not need or I will not plan on ever using. Right? It's kind of like you buying a car, a brand new car, and just letting it sit in your driveway and just say, Oh, no, I just bought it. Right? If you're not going to actually use it for what it's meant for, then why buy it? That's my point. So that's where we're at on that. So, yeah, definitely explore... Um, those three, I would suggest, um, like I said, Solark, GrowWatt, and um, MPP. I know there's a lot of people out there that do have some MPP um, units out there. And, you know, I, I don't want to give you any bad advice or bad, you know, information about them because I don't know enough about them. 
all I know is when I did my research and I was comparing apples to apples, um, to me, that was the MPP was more of a substandard unit compared to the other other two. But the MPP um, brand of all-in-one, um, they're, they're, don't get me wrong, there's a good fit for them for, for certain people and for certain types of setups. So it's, it's not a good fit for me, but it may be a good fit for you, right? So sit down, compare apples to apples on the inverters. Look at the specs. Look at everything. Look at what features comes with it and what doesn't come with them. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, write down what is important to you. And then that way you can make a sound decision on the unit that you're going to purchase for the future. Now, to me, going forward in the future, I think the all-in-one units will be the way of the future, 100%. Um, I think eventually what's going to happen is... Um, the independent solar charge controllers are going to get obsolete that that like literally that is my opinion i'm i'm looking at everything and i'm seeing the difference and just yeah the 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 future is the all in one units and and that's nice because the it's all in one right and if you're dealing with one company that you purchased it from and they have a nice warranty on it then you're solid you're pretty good right if you have to buy different components from different people then you're dealing with you know different warranties from different companies and you have to deal with all that um, now here's another ex- um, example so my inverter was like 2200 something dollars okay well a outback flexmax 80 is about five about 500 bucks let's call it 500 dollars right there alone right a midnight solar 200 is about 600 dollars that's the last time i looked at them which was months and months ago um, that's how much they were they were running. So if you take that cost and you deduct it from let's say the two thousand two hundred dollars, well, five hundred dollars of that cost is for your 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 MPPT charge controller that's built in. So I really didn't pay two thousand two hundred dollars just for a inverter, right? Because I have the all in one. So if you take that cost out, then that means it dropped down. To like a thousand something dollars, right? Now tell me where you can go and buy a twelve thousand watt peak of thirty six thousand watt pure sine wave low frequency split phase inverter, pure sine wave inverter that has all these other things built in. I you, I, you can't tell me because I looked everywhere. I was comparing a lot of things. I did a lot of research. As far as I know. From my research, there is no, there's no option. So the price is right. The price is right, guys. So if you guys start looking at it, and you're like, oh well, two thousand two hundred something dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. But if you're going to piece a system together where you're going to blow five to six hundred dollars just on a um, MPPT solar charge controller, right? So that's five hundred dollars right there. Fifteen hundred dollars more. And you're already at the cost of what I paid for the system I paid for, right? So, you know, think about things, guys. You know, do research. You know, just educate yourself as much as you can on the different technologies out there. You'll be surprised what's out there. And, you know, and maybe, you know, another three, four, five years or whatever, will they have better stuff than the stuff I have now? Most likely they will because things are progressing really fast now. I remember when I first started in solar, there was very limited options available. Very limited. Limited on inverters, limited on charge controllers, limited on batteries, 
And now, there is literally a slew of different types of brands and different types of equipment and batteries and inverters. So you, there's a lot of options out there to explore and, 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 and think about, right? So that's my best advice on, you know, trying to, you know, thinking about, you know, purchasing a system or whatever. Um, that's what I would do. So, yeah. Hmm. I've been happy with the system, guys. I've been happy with the system. So I'm actually driving right now. I'm not sure if you guys can hear the road noise in the background. I have my trailer connected. Um, I'm actually going back to my other home. I have a project I need to um, get done over there. I'm putting that privacy wood fence in at that property. And so, um, you know, I accomplished this project. It's all up and running and running flawless. Solar's hooked up and it's just doing what it's supposed to do. So, um, yeah, my off-grid home is back online. And honestly, I could not have 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 wished for a smoother installation than what I went through because when I hooked up the Outback I had to go through a ton of stuff a ton and I literally had to learn a ton of stuff and there's nothing wrong with that I'm very educated on Outback now right um but there's simpler better ways out there in my opinion at least now so (coughs) excuse me so um in the next podcast I'm gonna go over um some other projects that I have coming up. I'm actually going to be placing another order for solar equipment and it's going to be getting applied to two different um, homes. Um, and I'm going to go over that in another, um, probably the next podcast. Um, but in this podcast, I just wanted to talk to you guys about how the system has been currently working for me. Um, if I've had any issues or problems so far and no, it's just been doing what it's supposed to be doing. And let me tell you, I love the app. I love the app because it tells me, everything I need to know about my system they have graphs they have charts they have you know percentages of your batteries and you know everything you can check the current amount of current coming in from your you know your solar your your voltage your wattage and also what's going out of the inverter so there's so much information available to you which I really like because I can really dive in deep and monitor like what's happening with my system. You know, what's being used where, how much of what is being used there, you know. You can really see the operation of the system. And so that's another thing I would point out. If you guys are going to be looking for an all-in-one system, find one that offers Wi-Fi capability with their own, say, with their own app per se. Because that's going to make your life so much easier. Let me tell you, so much easier. Because I'll give you an example. Right now, my batteries are charged, charging up because I turned on the hot water heater again this morning uh, to take a shower before I left uh, the house. And, um, you know, I could easily see what was happening. But here's another good thing. Because you can see every detail, you can also see when your batteries are fully charged, I can easily engage loads at my house from my phone because I have all the smart plugs plugged in everywhere, you know, controlling my hot water heaters to the biogas to all kinds of stuff. I can easily turn on any one of these things at any one point when I feel like it, right? I can also turn it on when I have, when the batteries are fully charged, I can turn it on. And the one neat thing I really love about the GrowWatt system is pass-through. If my batteries are fully charged, um, or even if the batteries are not fully charged, um, what happens if, if I'm using a load and there's solar power coming in, it'll actually divert the power live from solar convert it and use it live on your load it doesn't have to pass through the battery so the battery gets charged independently by itself 
It is not like it's charging the battery and then you're pulling the power out of your battery to power the load. That's not what's happening. It's completely different now. It's passing through. And so here's another example. If the batteries are fully charged and I turn on a load, well, the batteries sit idle. No, no power comes from the battery itself. It passes through. It actually converts the power live. And actually, you can use the power live instantly to power loads in your house without even touching the battery. So the battery's kind of just sitting chill, right? Which is really neat, which I really love that feature. Because I was talking about that in one of my other um, little bit older YouTube videos about, uh, I think I named it, they lied to us, microcycling batteries on the top end. And this eliminates that. There is no microcycling at all. Why? Because it's passed through now. So there's more technology out there. Be aware of what's available. Do your research and find something that's really going to work for you guys. So stay tuned on the next um, podcast because it's going to be an interesting one. Um, There's going to be a lot of information about systems I'm going to be setting up and some other changes I'm going to be doing with solar um, and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for that, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you guys on the next one.